Hello, good people. We are back um, finally with another episode of Jed Talks. Um, like I mentioned before, this podcast is all about introducing people to things that they might not be familiar with. Um, the topic for today is something that's a little bit, um, a little bit more common, something people might not already know about. But I'll get to it in a bit. Um, first off, I wanted to talk about the reception I've had on my first episode. I am super, super happy with all um, the messages people have been sent sending me. You know, talking about wrestling and all that, and how they're like, "Oh, I've never thought about wrestling that way," and that's just awesome for me um so uh, yeah i'm i'm back here again i'm really glad you guys enjoyed it hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as well so uh topic for today is something a little bit more commonplace today we are talking about anime yes uh japanese animation whatever you may call it um i know it's a little bit it's a little bit more common but here's the thing i i i don't really like anime it's just not something that i used to but now uh, it's it's cringe for me don't kill me just yet um so for today i have a very good friend with you with me here today he's been watching anime since time yes since time um he's you may know him he's um from my facebook posts he helps me make these stupid jokes uh puns we have ian alizan how are you doing i am doing okay so uh yeah yeah so well yeah. tell me tell me a little, bit, a little bit more about yourself like how, how um you know how do you get into anime okay so well uh i'm ian regular dude who just goes through life who stumbled through life by playing video games watching anime you know most other people really um so i got into anime back when local channels dubbed it and well i guess five six-year-old me needed some time to pass by uh first my first ever encounter with anime was basically yu yu hakusho back then they named it as ghost fighter they even uh kind of localized the names of the characters um they also featured slap yeah they did they did (laughs) uh the main character Yusuke is actually named Eugene for reasons uh, but it's unknown. Kind of a local. Yeah, it was a local <laughs> thing. Uh, although I think it was just exclusive to you. No, wait. I know there were others as well. I just couldn't remember what they were. Um so besides that there was also Slam Dunk, there was also Dragon Ball, uh, there's Chuka Ichiban which is actually known better as Cooking Master Boy. And then I remember also watching Akazuki Chacha and then not really remembering what happened. There was also Sailor Moon. I never stuck around to watching it. Uh, I grew a bit. I heard of Yakitate Japan. When it did feature, I watched it. So, and then most of my, through most of my elementary high school days, I didn't actually bother with it. Um, I actually went to that phase where I thought it was not the thing. Right. And then post high school, yeah, I was on a Western cartoon phase then. Um, and then post high school, the first thing I started with was Bleach. Ooh, okay. uh, that was a period of time where there were like four kings of shonen anime. There was Bleach, there was Naruto, this One Piece, and there was Fairy Tail. Um, and then, well, that's the kind of the yeah. It's pretty been it's been pretty mainstream so far. So uh, after that, mm-hmm. what really got me hooked was when uh, my brother watched a rom com. Uh, it's actually titled The Pet Girl of Sakura. So I uh, that, that was my. Yeah, it's it's kind of a rom a high school rom com, um, pretty tropey stuff, uh, and pretty melodramatic, overly or oh, a teenage melodrama and angst and all that. But 
it's I mean back then it was special to me. It's it was my gateway anime. It was this it was the anime that opened up that opened my eyes and well just opened a new world of possibility. Like, hey, I didn't know you could do this. Or I didn't know this had I didn't know anime had this stuff. So while I don't think very highly of it now, um, it's still special to me just because it was the thing that got me into right. how I wa- uh, into anime. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, an- well, one another thing I want to talk about. Now you mentioned, of course, um, you know, this is this isn't something that's um, you know people grow up watching like right off the bat. I'm <laughs> sure as men with all the listeners we have here, it's the same thing that we all started watching. You know, usual Western animation cartoons and all that. So what's yep. the what do you think the appeal is um, between Japanese animation and usual Western cartoons? Hmm, I guess if I had to say what was unique about it, I would say it has a massive variety of subject matter and lots of ways to present it. Um, for one, for example, like for every one Western cartoon, I can I believe there's like three pieces of an or three shows from anime that. Uh, talk about pretty similar stuff. Um, plus, uh, well, I can't vouch for the quality of each one of those, but uh, it also goes deeper into that because um, normally there's the superhero uh, with with Western cartoons. You have superhero genres like kid superheroes and Teen Titans, um, regular superhero stuff like uh, I know there was a Justice League and Batman that uh, showed. That's um, what I grew up on. The thing is, mm-hmm. the thing is uh, with anime, there is more than that. Uh, of course, there's your regular straight-up superhero stuff, um, but then there's also a show which is pretty much a. I don't know if it's yeah, a, kind of like a deconstruction of superheroes, um, where they talk about mature or more mature topics right. um, within within superhero movies. Then there's also the comedy side of it, where there's one stupidly overpowered superhero. I'm pretty sure uh, people know what I'm referring to here. But there's this one stupidly overpowered right. superhero that defeats everything with one punch, and it's a comedy. So Honestly, that's the thing. Um, uh, yeah, with that, with that anime, in anime in particular, One Punch Man. I mean, I watched I watched some of it. It it was it was fun. Honestly, <laughs> I, yeah, I it was liked fun. it. It was fun. Yeah, it's a it's it's a pretty unique take on the superhero genre. Seeing right. as I, you don't really see the kind of uh, you don't really see that kind of creativity or that plot uh, go through with or or at least show up on Western animation. Sure, um, Mar- or let's say it, let's let's go outside anime for a bit and Western animation. Say Marvel movies have their moments of fun, but it's not like it. It's not like it's a show dedicated to it. Right and. The thing is, the massive, or at least, there's a lot of, or there's a lot of topics and there's a lot of subject matter that it covers. Mostly because anime is actually most is actually mostly made up of adaptations from novels or manga. They're their version of comics. All right. Well, one thing, um, another topic that I want to talk about, of course. Now, like I said in, on the be- beginning of the podcast, I'm not that much of a fan of anime. So, and I'm, I know that you know that um, I'm not the only one who, th- who thinks that way. So, why do you think people look down on it? Why do I think people look down on anime? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends. Um, I would say, well, hmm. so there is a thing about, um, well, you know, as we grow older, uh, this is kind of like a... 
problem that really occurs when you know growing up you know we want to we are kind of conditioned to think about non-animation like we're we're kind of conditioned right. uh, as kids to think that cartoons are only for kids and that we outgrow them even though the genre offers a lot more than that so there's one um i could also say that well I would. There's a culture I believe that goes within anime uh, watchers, especially those who are really obsessed into it, where they're weird. <laughs> there are weirdos that exist who really are obsessed with anime, and it goes beyond that. And you know, every time you hear some sort of bad uh, or some sort of CD guys talking somebody or like. I don't know. It kind of happens in Japan where there are stalkers, um, really? people who follow and harass uh, voice actresses, that sort of thing. Whoa. All because of their obsession with characters. Um, that also helps. That also contributes to people while people look down on it. But I guess in a more general sense, it's just that you know, people watch it. Uh, people watch it think they're just cartoons. They're just kiddie stuff. Of course, it's not. But then it's not really that big of a deal for me. Uh, I've kind of grown out. I've kind of grown out of the face of getting uh, of getting mad over people who just say it's kid stuff. Yeah, sure, it's kid stuff. I want to be a kid again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, sure, it's a lot easier to be a kid again. I don't want to think about you know, rents and stuff like that anymore. It would be so much better yeah, to live that way. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> but well another thing that I wanted to talk about um I guess in regards to why people look down on anime is well you mentioned uh there are certain people that you know you, you mentioned there are stalkers and stuff like that but there are some yes, weirdos that are a little bit more normal but at the same time you can't help but cringe at them you know you know what I'm talking about the yeah, there are certain yeah, fan bases that are just you know way over the top I do I do, I do. um so I guess it. I guess in the in the circles or in the community around them, we call them weeaboos. Uh, basically, I guess the most common term for it would be people who are so obsessed with anime um, and Japan and Japan culture that they kind of start to get weird and uh, creepy and all that. But um, so here's the thing. Uh, the thing about some of these weebs or weeaboos. Okay, so I'll I'll let you in. I'll let All you right. in a little something here. So, I used to be I used to be really part of that weeb weeb community. Um, I once was an admin for an anime group page on Facebook. It was really big. I kind of got ahead of my. I basically I kind of grew a big head there. Again, way 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 too into the drama. Um, but the drama. you know, yeah. I, Let's just say that I like to ban I, I like to ban a lot of people for not uh, following rules and stuff. Um, but that what well, the thing is, at least looking back at it, um, we would sometimes get posts from people who say stuff like anime is way better than real life and uh, anime uh, uh, anime girls are better than real girls. It's a fairly common thing uh, within the within the circle. It's kind of weird. Uh, some people are really obsessed with Japan and their culture, but there's a lot more that goes on into it. Um, right. Only thing is with those weird guys, like it's. Let's see. So, um, the one very common thing about most of those anime groups is they have, let's say, self-esteem issues. Uh, I can personally relate to them. Um, although really, some people really take that low self-esteem and uh, this "I hate this world" thing too far. You know, it's it's pretty much any kind. It's 
any kind of escape uh, escapism uh video games kind of do the same thing you know some people just want to sit down and watch uh, play video games or some people just want to sit down and watch anime forget the world maybe they have their own problems uh that's the thing mm, it's a form of escapism and s- sometimes it's a hallmark of low self-esteem not saying all not saying it's everybody but um some of them really have issues um There was this one time, uh, yeah. There's actually a few times of I've encountered people who pretty much just say, "I don't want to socialize with other people. I just want to watch anime and discuss it on groups. I don't have the time to socialize and do normal people things. It's for normies only." See, that's the thing. Um, right. Those know, are the kind, kind of people that you know that that I guess contribute to why people look down in anime because you know they're yeah. you, you, you can spot them you can spot them in your class you know there's that one guy off in the corner pretending to be this Sasuke there's right, a bro- right. brooding in the corner and, and it, to him it's like I'm so cool I'm like Sasuke but to everyone else it's it's just like what a weirdo Ew, you know what a weirdo yeah and that contributes to the um dislike general dislike of anime um uh but you know with any uh i guess they some of them may grow over time um but really it's just people who have a hard time with socializing uh people who have probably have their own personal problems they kind of take the entire anime and uh on anime and japanese culture thing way too far Um, so now they become kind of uh, well. I wouldn't want. Yeah, they just kind of become weird. Yeah. Um, I'll be I don't fir- really want to say anything worse. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'll be the first. I'll be the first one to say. I myself, I, uh, I, I, I went to. I went through a weeb phase back when I was when I was in grade school. Back when I first discovered Naruto, um, I. I took it way too far. I was saying it it like a mass before I ate. I was <laughs> I was trying to learn Japanese through Rosetta Stone so I wouldn't have to worry about subtitles. That's how far it went. And then at some point uh, I figured man, I'm weird. I should I should I I I did a hard stop and I never looked back except for a few mm-hmm. times when I wanted to try out like Attack on Titan, One Punch Man, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so not gonna lie, I actually did plan to learn Japanese myself. Um, although I didn't push through, I had I have a friend who's actually rated, uh, who's actually already who has I think N three or N two certification. Um, basically, he's able to work uh, with Japanese people. I actually did try to learn, or I actually asked him to teach me a bit, but uh, the classes didn't go through. I will probably pick it up and learn it someday. Um, but yeah. So, the faces or the anime faces really, or those the obsession faces, um, they're pretty much like every other face that you can think of. Um, But so some people go through it, some people grow out of it, uh, and then there's myself who pretty much has grown. Well, I'm not sure if I even grew to that point, but I loved it. I love the show. I like. I love the shows. Um, I post about it every day, but I wouldn't be like super. Ooh, I hate society and all that right. stuff. And that never, that never occurred to me. Although I do understand why people who get hooked into it do, uh, do, do that, do those or say those kinds of things. It's um, not very well. I mean, I think they'll just grow out of it. Uh, maybe they just need some guidance. And well, 
Yeah, I'm not gonna curb their. I'm not gonna curb their. Uh, I would recommend not curbing their obsession with anime, but rather uh, trying to build the person, or rather trying to build the person up while keeping his hobbies with him. Okay. So, um, let's see. Besides that, if there were any other things really that um, pe- make people look down on anime, um, it's a specific genre uh, because, right. well, Japanese animation is um, very open, so to speak. Um, some people really like the 18 plus content. Uh, yes. And they, we, yeah, we, the above 18 content. I mean, okay, yeah. here's the thing. If the numbers, okay, to all my listeners out there, if the numbers 177013 mean anything to you, I am so sorry. Yes, uh, and for those listening and not familiar with it, search at your own risk. Yeah. The, the, the six number is a subgenre in itself. I'm pretty sure you'll find some interesting stuff yeah. there, but search at your own risk. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah, but other than that sort of genre, um, w- what are some what is what are the other subgenres that you know I think are cool or unique to anime? Okay, so there's two I want to talk about. Um, for sub for unique, um, well, it's unique in the sense that you don't really see it in most other uh, most other kinds of animation. But uh, Japan has a genre we call isekai, uh, basically the other world genre. They um, usually, usually what happens is some regular guy uh, gets transported into this fantasy world like an MMORPG. Um, and then there's, of course, the VR MMO genre. Basically, multiplayer games uh, turn to reality for is them. Like, is that Sword Art Online? I, I'm not familiar it with is, that. It but, is. But one, yeah. of the, one of it... Well, it's not really Isekai, but it is its own genre like the VR MMO. It's a catalyst of sorts. Um, because Sword Art Online still uh, gets like real world, the real world people are pretty much just stuck in like a game console. They they put on this virtual reality game console and then get, they get stuck in the world and can't get out until uh, they beat it. Mm, okay. But that's a diff- It's a bit different from Isekai. Um, one of the very uh, one of the most common tropes it's developed is uh, some fifteen year old ne- or some high school neat guy gets run over by a truck he wakes up and hey look at this i'm in a i'm in a i'm in a world of fantasy and multiplayer <laughs> online and stuff so yeah that's that's isekai and the thing that's really fun about it um is that while the market is super saturated with the generic stuff usually there comes a there comes kind of like a spin or twist on the genre that makes it fun so right um there's an isekai comedy which is actually really hilarious because the characters are uh, extremely one-dimensional to a fault. So they form a party. Uh, one of them is a cleric that focuses more on party party skills, as in um, just making shows, so shooting water out of uh, her fingers, but not really doing any actual healing. Uh, there, then another character for that is a. Gay, Sort of a tanky crusader type that's supposed to deal damage or that's supposed to shield and do the front lines, but she's a masochist and can't hit any units and Ooh. can't aggro anything. Then there's another, then there's a mage that um, has an extremely powerful spell but can only use it once and then she's done for the day. Ooh, okay. Kind of like that. Then All there's right. an, uh, there's, oh, sorry, there's another show or there's another genre or there's another kind of subgenre within the isekai. Uh, where the hero is 
extremely overpowered. He trains so much, and let's just say that he uses um, very high, high level and high damage skills on what the equivalent of um, goblins, giant rats, and uh, gelatin monsters in your RPGs, the very level ones. That's funny. Okay, right. Well, I guess then, to I guess to wrap that up here. Um, so I wanted to ask you. So how would you recommend anime to someone who doesn't watch anime? Well, like myself, I guess. <laughs> okay, so I would honestly recommend very uh, shows that aren't like way over the top for sure. Um, no, I wouldn't recommend JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to just somebody who's starting out because, uh, well. It's just not gonna make. Well, it will make some sense, but you know, for people who really right. don't have any appeal to it, I would probably just go with. Hmm, that's a that's actually a really good question. Yeah. I would probably go with the. I would probably go with films from Studio Ghibli. They're extreme. They're timeless classics. Um, the only thing I would probably see is that people would have extraordinarily high standards for other for the other shows. But Ghibli films are always a great place to start. Um, shonen, believe it or not, the action shonens are extremely good places to start. Uh, so stuff like stuff that plays right now, let, let's say uh, Demon Slayer, okay. um, Attack on Titan is actually pretty good as well as a starter. Um, I'm not so I'm not so sure about One Piece Naruto because they're extreme time investments. Oh, my God, Hero yes. Academia is a pretty yeah. My My Hero Academia is a decent start. Right. Um, but you know, there's also a lot of shows out there that I wouldn't recommend outright uh, as starters. I, for example, would not recommend Slice of Life. Pe- I would not recommend Slice of Life anime as a first go unless they really want something to relax with. Because hmm. Slice of Life is a genre where people do nothing. It's the cool. It's another <laughs> one of those cool subgenres that I was talking about. Um, I know that there's slice of life cartoons like Hey Arnold. Uh, SpongeBob is actually slice of life when you think about it, since it goes through daily lives. But yeah, but they're more over the top than you know. Unlike I guess I yeah. guess unlike Japanese uh, slice of life, which is much more mundane. Yeah, that's weird. That's the weird thing, and that's why I like it so much. Um, I'm not so sure about the rest because some people really are thrilled with action and you know superpowers and stuff I'm a f- my my genre of choice really is slice of life I just want to see people do <laughs> mundane things grow as characters see how they uh, how they interact with their with their worlds their personalities that's the fun part um in fact it's it, you know it's even gone to the point where the slice of life genre has its own little subgenre called CGDCT or cute girls doing cute things. Um, big, best example, K on. I'm pretty oh, sure you're familiar K-On. with that. Uh, yep, that was K-On. one of the animes I used to watch before. I, man, I, I didn't want to admit to anyone that I that I watched it before, but I'll admit it right here. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's great, and it's really just a show of it's 48 episodes of cute girls doing cute things and playing music. Sometimes it's really well made. It's fun, but. It's mm. not for everyone. It's not something I would actually recommend watching, uh, unless of course they're already into John into shows like those. Oh, yes. Wait, um, one thing. One thing I almost forgot to mention about Kion. I there is something that um, I'll never forget when I was um, yeah st- when I was still back in my weeb phase, and I wanted to buy like a Kion DVD. So I I went to I went to the store and they're, and they're like hey they have Kion and they're like it's a girl anime. Are you sure? And that that messed me up. I'm like am I is, is it <laughs> 
what is this am i supposed to be watching this it's is it a really a girl's anime uh, and then i guess that's what started my downfall like no i'm gonna stop watching anime forever but i yeah. i came back uh, somewhat yeah, you know <laughs> you know you look past the entire thing about which is for girls which is for boys it's really nice yeah. um that's the thing uh, and that's why I also oh, well first thing uh, uh, like I said like I said earlier I'm not going to recommend K-On! to the first the first time anime watchers even right. though I like it I'm also not going to recommend comedy anime to anybody for first time watchers because uh, it really depends I know western cartoons rely a lot on the slapstick sta- slapstick ca- kinds of comedy um, Japan is more subtle. Uh, Japan has, well, they have puns, believe it or not, but it's mm. mostly word and wordplay. Uh, they mm. also have some of them. They also have some slapstick, but they some of them are just really weird. Right. You know, the the comedy is carried by how weird and insane that they act, and it's really weird. You know, I just and you know, I just find it weird that for some reason anime is the supposed to be the exaggerated. And super over the top version of Western cartoons. Yet, slice of life is like the exception where it's more the mundane opposite. than your actual. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the more it's the more mundane between Western slice of life stuff. Well, except for Hey Arnold, Sh- great show by the way. Yeah. All right. So I guess to wrap things up, well, tell me what's going on with you now. So what animes are you currently watching or planning to watch? Okay. Um, to be honest, I haven't decided yet. Um, <laughs> The last show I did watch, however, is called um, Netju no Susume. Uh, it's the rest. I kind of forgot the English title. I think it's the restoration of an MM or the recovery of an MMO junkie. There, so Ooh. the plot of that was basically a 30-year-old quits her corporate job, becomes a neat uh, place. Or neat means not in education. Um, I forgot the other e. Oh, not not employed, not in education, not in education, employment or training, something like that. I kind of forgot. <laughs> but basically, they're uh, they are they're the equivalent of bums in real life. Um, so she plays this MMO game, and and basically bonds with somebody, kind of um, takes that step forward again to uh, integrating with the real world. It's a pretty nice show. Um, I just say that it's not as deep as I would have wanted it to be, but that's fine. Right. Um, as for shows I want to watch next, hmm. I may try out. Um, okay, so I may try out a something called. Well, actually, I really have no idea yet. Um, but I'm think I usually just have a cycle of where I watch some light-hearted anime first, and then go heavy on something or go with something with a more serious plot so I've had like the last two I've watched are pretty light anime I'm probably gonna go with something more serious um, I think I think I'm leaning towards something called Showa Genroku Rakugosh Shinju um, the that? plot of it being <laughs> yeah the plot of it being somebody who wants to do Rakugo um, which is which is kind of like uh, creative storytelling in some sort in some way like he's a guy that uh, from what I can remember um, it's kind of like watching somebody play theater uh, basically they sit down oh is this the one person theater thing yeah the one person theater exactly oh I love those and they and they uh, and they act out different voices different characters so that's probably what I'm gonna watch next but no promises um <laughs> It's. It, I, I've heard it's really good though. It has two seasons, but yeah, 
that's what that's what I could go. Uh, one one man theaters. Yeah, I love I love uh, minimalist stuff, and Bakugo is right down there. I just didn't recognize the name because I, you know. I didn't. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know Rakugo was a thing until they showed me, and they said it was good. <laughs> All right. Imagine that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Um, last lastly, to wrap things up. Do you have any social media you want to plug? Okay, I do. Well, there's two. Um, you can find my Facebook page. Uh, it's called Bacon Elemental Place. Um, so I stream video games right now. Though I'm kind of in a bit of a slump or kind of a hiatus because uh, I'm still thinking of what to do next plus I'm waiting for a certain thing to happen but yeah you can find it uh, well bacon of course you know how to spell bacon uh, elemental is e-l-e-m-a-n-t-a-l and then the word place p-l-a-y-s um, then I also have a YouTube channel that's named bacon elemental there isn't anything on it yet but um Those are going to those. Those are basically my uh, video game related stuff uh, pages. So, big on elemental plays. I stream. Uh, you for YouTube. I probably I'll probably do let's plays, um, content creation. I plan to probably um, well. As for what I'll stream, I us- I might go with more of retro games, uh, retro first person shooters, uh, modded games. Ooh. Um, and basically various stuff that people. Kind of forget or don't know about, but it's really cool. Um, so it's a it's more of a niche gameplay thing. Um, I'm going. To, I may play a few more common stuff or more uh, popular games like Fall Guys, but um, my my streams and content uh, will be focusing more on more niche things like mod uh, modifications for video games and really old retro games that I think you guys should check out. But Um, right now, I'm still conceptualizing all the stuff I need to, so that I can create good content for both my streams and for my YouTube. So stay tuned for it. Um, but right now, I'm not uh, right. Uh, for now, you can like the page. I still have some of my old streams up. Um, but I'll. Pre- um, but yeah, I've got I've got some things on my mind. I want to stream, but not 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 right now. I will soon. I will soon. But yes, please like the pages. And that's pretty much it. Thanks. All right. Hey, if you're gonna be streaming Fall Guys, hey, let me know. I want in. <laughs> I bought Fall of Guys um, like of a couple course. of weeks ago, and I don't know. I haven't found anyone to play with play with yet. So hit me up, and we will, we shall stream. Yes, <laughs> we shall post stream, and we shall fall, and we shall guy. Hell yes. All right. Um, I guess for my social media, all my social media handles are at yes. This is Jed. If you're not sure, well, it is. Just trust me. Um, <laughs> So that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and uh, and other stuff that you might not be familiar with. Um, so yeah, with that, yeah, I hope I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Anatomy. I might consider watching uh, Slice of Life just to see what it's like. <laughs> you can p- just PM me, just you know, to see what it's life. A yeah, definitely. All right, we'll we'll definitely have you back for another episode uh, soon. We'll fi- we'll figure that um, you know as we go along, of course. So yeah, for everyone else, again, thank you, thanks for tuning in for a second time, and yeah, you guys, um, stay cool, right? Peace. <laughs>